the Movie Hour, episode 169, February 2nd, 2012. Movie reviews are to spoilers, as Jeff is the swearing. They will happen. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Robert Davi Die Hard Movie Hour. I'm Greg Maloney, in the Gungapit Studios tonight, with my co-host, Brother James, and everyone's favorite, Jeff. Jeff, welcome back, guys. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> you are my favorite, Jeff. Jeff, do you know that? Th- thank you. Um, that actually means a lot. I mean, with all the awesome Jeffs that you know. Like, uh... Goldblum. Jeff, Jeff Goldblum is Daniels. <laughs> well, the thing is, though, I don't know if to, I don't know if I should include people that spell their name G E O F F. I I was assuming you weren't because Jeffrey Rush is actually much cooler than right, him. right, and uh, that's a tough that's a tough. Situation. And does anyone really call him Jeff? <laughs> I call him G R every time I see him, but you know we're on a special level together. I don't I don't know if that's what everyone else does, but uh, congratulations on making it back another week, another day. Time to do uh, our favorite thing in the world, discuss movies. Um, I uh, have had a very fascinating week. I helped one of my buddies move, uh, front of the show, John. He uh, dropped a chair on my knee, so that was cool. Awesome. So that's my injury story of the if week. If you want payback, there's a certain Ghostbuster costume here that you can just come and take. Yeah, dude, that thing is like, that thing's got herpes or something in it. Now. <laughs> like That thing's been worn so many times. Needs to be fumigated. Re- referring to the... Uh, the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man costume, which is amazing. It's just, it's how many years old now, and it's been worn by uh, not the cleanest of individuals. Soaked in beer. <laughs> Soaked in blood and who knows what else. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not really a germaphobe, but something like that kind of scares me. <laughs> when um, you're trapped inside of it. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, but that's not, a bad, that's not a bad idea. Maybe I'll just take all this stuff. Um, always a good plan. Jeff, how has your week been out on the, out on the East Coast? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, everything's square. Everything's cool. And um, yeah, I guess today is the day that we get down to brass tacks and to discuss uh, Jim's uh, day-to-day life and what he goes through on, uh, at work. I'm just kidding, James. We're pain. A lot of suffering. <laughs> Lots of pain. Uh, and people, we actually... We laughing to, at me. We do need to discuss movie reviews, but from my understand, James, Jeff, you guys haven't uh, caught any movies this week? That is correct. We did catch really. a movie, but it's one that I already saw. Weren't you supposed to watch like the one or the two last uh, movies for your? Supposed for your... to is being the keyword. Yes. Okay. It was still three though. movies from the okay. from the yeah. The next one is the VHS one though, so can't wait. Hopefully, for that. I'll have a VHS review for you Dude, next. When was the last time you I watched remind... on VHS quality? Because it's gonna I be... don't know to tell you the truth. I just want to remind everybody to go see Walt or not go see, but uh, rent Waltz with Bashir and see it. Yeah, that'd be that'd be up there. I don't think you're gonna find it at your local uh, local Hollywood video though. No, probably not. But you know, steal it off the internet or whatever the hell you do. <laughs> whatever you kids do nowadays, SOPA, look out, look it up. Um, I did catch a good movie, uh, a big movie. We've we've discussed it before, the De- the Descendants, and I wanted to talk a little bit about that. It's a it's a very interesting film, nominated for several. Oscars this year, if anyone cares. Uh, 2011 film, uh, as all you know, it's uh, an Alexander Payne movie uh, directed and co-written by him. He does, uh, I don't know if he produced this movie, but he does a lot of producing too. I actually didn't know this, but give him more respect for it. Uh, Alexander Payne and uh, 
his uh his buddies uh i forget it so it's jim and jim and john i'm trying to remember their last jim name. and jim jim, jim and, burke jim taylor jim and jim um they produced the savages i didn't know that and uh ah, interesting i like yeah. the savages uh james you saw the savages too right you reviewed it i thought i reviewed uh, it i reviewed it okay i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah. i didn't mean to step on any toes i think i saw that one yeah. that's the one where they're putting the father and the yeah 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 yep. yeah and that's which brings me back to the, the point of Alexander Payne. He does a lot of his movies, and I like him in general. A lot of his movies he picks are just the premises of them, like the stories he writes up or the ones he's treating by a novel he's treating. Um, they're all just movies that everyone can relate to. It's something that usually starts with a normal something that happens in your lives, like in Sideways, friend getting married. Uh, election, I guess, would be probably the weirdest one, but election, school elections going on, teacher involved, whatever, and then about Schmidt guy <clears throat> going to visit his, um, I wouldn't say long lost daughter, but estranged. Uh, but just movies that everybody can relate to, and that's I guess the reason for movies, period, to make you relate to the main character. But you do so much more in these because it's just something that happens in everybody's day to day, day to day lives. So when, when Joey finds out that Jesse doesn't like him. It hurts even, or hurts even more. Right here, right. She doesn't. Yeah, I know. Exactly. I didn't hear that. Right. So, anyways, Alexander Payne. I'm a good. I'm a big fan. Uh, this movie specifically, Descendants, stars uh, George Clooney as Matt King. Land Baron. Yeah, a Land Baron. Actually, we'll get to that part. Um, stars. He's Matt King. It's a. It's a father of two daughters and whose wife had recently been in a boating accident. That's like in the very beginning of the movie. The the accident happens and. Clooney goes through a little bit of a narration of catching up. It's been a couple of days. His wife's in the hospital, and now he has to be like the main parent, which they uh, play it out not in not in such a Mr. Mom fashion, James. So you can't look forward to that. Um, it's, not, it's not like Mr. Mom whatsoever. Um, so Matt learns his his wife quickly into the movie, probably like 20, 25 minutes into the movie, finds out that his wife was cheating on him. His uh, one of his daughters had caught her and had uh, fessed it up to him uh, about uh, about the situation and what's weird about that is in the trailer you find out that his wife's cheating on him and that she has the boating accident so you have to wait like 20 minutes for the other shoe to drop which was kind of annoying if you've seen the trailer and um yeah it's been spoiled but i'm assuming everybody here's seen the trailer if you're gonna catch the movie i Uh, didn't know this yeah sorry so you have to wait 20 minutes to find that out. But that kind that thing kind of annoyed me, that part. But anyhow. Yeah, I get to look forward to how she breaks it to her. Right. Oh, don't worry about it, Dad. She was cheating on you anyway. Right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so we pretty much, from there, you pretty much get to go through um, him dealing with his two daughters. I think one's supposed to be 17, the other one's supposed to be 10, and trying to figure out how he's going to keep his family together and move through that problem and the whole his wife was cheating on him and trying to meet the man that uh um that his wife was cheating on him before this whole accident had started uh but what's uh i like the movie in general the story works out the couple of characters um his oldest daughter is played by uh shailene woodley who's mainly of uh tv fame i haven't seen her before whatsoever before this she does all kinds of TV, but uh, she does actually a really good job in this. As a, like, I a, say, they gave her some good reviews. In yeah, the, some of the magazines. Well, I'm I'm giving her a good review, Jim. That's what you need to worry yeah, about. That's what I really wanted to hear. <laughs> right. Um, she does a good job. What's interesting though, in the beginning, she's supposed to play like um, Matt George Clooney goes and picks her up from this. Um, I don't know what you'd call it, like acting out school. I didn't have to go to this school, but he, a boarding school of 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 a type. Uh, picks her up 
and she plays sort of just the estranged daughter for a little bit. But after like the first 30 minutes and after she drops the bomb that his wife, uh, his mom, her mom was cheating on him, uh, she pretty much immediately turns into his cohort right after, like pretty much his cohort that he uses throughout the movie to hunt down this other guy that's uh, that his uh, wife was cheating with. And I found it interesting that that problem was immediately solved in like the first 30 minutes. Like, oh, mom was cheating on you and now we're best friends. Like that part kind of annoyed me. But she does a really good job. Uh, the the 10-year-old daughter, I forget who, who plays her, but it's uh, Amara Miller. She does all right. The one other thing I want to bring up, Nick Krause uh, plays uh, Sid, and it's supposed to be uh, Shailene Woodley's uh, boyfriend. And he's he in the beginning of the movie, I love I loved his role. He plays the boyfriend of uh, Shailene, and he comes in and he sort of just acts like this dumb rock for the beginning of it, and he he slowly develops into George Clooney's. Like not number one guy, but he pretty much he like pours his heart out to him later on. And Nick Krause reminds me so much of Kleist, a friend of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, just one of the characters that Kleist does. It's not Kleist. It's when Kleist tries to get. Um, he does like the stupid voice when Kleist goes into stupid mode. That's what this guy sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't, I could not wipe the smile off my face. It was kind of funny. Um, but uh, I'll have to, I'll have to tell him that later. But uh, yeah, he he does a pretty good job. <clears throat> There are a lot of camp- looking at some of the pictures. This kid kind of looks like uh, and uh, like Kleist's little brother, yeah. <laughs> yeah. a little bit. I can see it. Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, there are a lot of cameos in this. There's another. There's another story involved in this movie, and it's um, Matt George Clooney's character sits on the trust that controls like 2,500 acres of land on Kauai, one of the islands in Hawaii. That's the other thing. This whole movie is based in Hawaii, um, and. He needs to. He has the final say of what happens to it, even though there's like a vote that's supposed to happen, and this all un, unravels toward the end of the movie. And it seemed, I don't know, it seems sort of like they lost something in editing because that story didn't pan out very, very interestingly. Like pretty much toward the end, everybody decides to sell, and they're all going to make money. And he just goes, "No, we're gonna, we're not going to sell it. We're just going to let it sit there, and people will enjoy it or something." It, it seemed really lame toward the end, but. Uh, where was I? I was talking about acting. Oh yeah, cameos. What was really interesting? Bo Bridges plays one of these cousins. Like his family owns this trust or is part of this trust. So one of his cousins is played by Bo Bridges, who's in it for a little while. And I found it interesting that at the end, I'm pretty sure Bo Bridges got second billing on the on the actors list. I'm like, all right, apparently Bo Bridges, he's big guy still, pretty uh, pulling his weight in the in the stars. It's not really a star-studded cast by any means, but uh, Judy Greer is in it. Um, she plays uh, Matthew Lillard. Yeah, Matthew Lillard's in it. Um, I don't want to spoil too much going through everything, but uh, she does a pretty good job. Uh, there were a couple other people in it. I, uh, Robert Forster was in it. He does a pretty good job. Um, and there was one other cameo that I did not expect to see, or I didn't even who know who she was because the way she looked. But Mary Birdsong's in this, who is a pretty much known for Reno 911 and I I'm like I know that girl from somewhere I don't know how like I could not pinpoint it and then I had to look it up later and it was kind of kind of interesting but uh overall a good movie definitely worth seeing I wanted to point out some of the this been this movie's been nominated for five Oscars one being a uh, best picture which it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me to see the movie win like it's it's one of those just stories that have Oscar written all over it there's nobody that well I guess the the mom dies, but you don't really get to know the mom. 
Um, and there, there's this, you know, she's a whore. Yeah. And you know, she's a whore. So that's a huge best picture. Nom nod right there. So, uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see if it won. Uh, it's, it's a good movie overall and well put together. Uh, best actor, George Clooney, he does a great job in this movie. Um, he, from anywhere, like he has at some point he's having a fight, like with his comatose wife. And there's a part where like, cause he had just found out, okay, she cheated on me. And, he goes back to the the hospital and starts yelling at her. And one of my favorite parts later on is during the at the end. He's like, "Well, you know, I was probably gonna file for divorce anyways." You know, <laughs> like just <laughs> like, like was, at the end, he's like, "You know what? I would have hurt you first. You know." And that's what it's just something that you get a feeling, and maybe that character would say. And I think it was well written and well acted out. And um, he, you know, uh, Clooney's. I think he. He won an Oscar for best supporting in Syriana, but he's never won. Uh, the main nod and i've got a feel like there's a lot of big names up for the nomination this year so i don't know if he's going to get it this year but he did a good job he's uh, you know i'm a fan yeah yeah uh he did a good job uh directing now, there's just, i mean is there a decent infusion of comedy in this or is it all drama yeah that's the thing in a lot of uh a lot of the pain movies you get that basic storyline and at some point the main character kind of spins out of control um, I'm looking at pretty much all of those like sideways election about Schmidt, all of them like start normal guy gets thrown into some circumstances and just gets pissed off for a little while. And during that ranting of 15 minutes, there's some, some interesting stuff. Uh, yeah, there comedy is thrown in there for once in a, once in a while. There's a, uh, there's a fair amount of it. I would say on, on par with, um, sideways or uh, about Schmidt election was more bizarre than I would have right. to say again, but um, I really would like to see election again. I, I, it's been a long time since I've seen election and I feel like I might get a kick out of uh, yeah. kick out of seeing it again. Uh, so yeah, there, there's a decent amount of comedy in the movie for sure. And I, uh, James, have you seen any of those, any of those movies? Have you seen sideways? I've seen sideways. I saw yeah. most of election, I believe. Right. So, on par with those for sure. Okay. You, you won't be you won't be let down if you're looking for some of it. Yeah, I enjoyed Sideways. That was a good movie. Uh, and I like this movie specifically was based on a, off a novel, and it's also up for adapted screenplay. And you know, uh, like you said before, James, adapt, adapted screenplay seems to be for the whoever didn't get this gets that. And I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of an indie darling category. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's also up for directing. Alexander Payne. I don't like he. This movie, I don't none of the shots surprised me or made made anything amazing, but he did get a lot of the actors out of this one, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But one thing, I know nobody cares about film editing, and I was going to talk about this. Uh, we were joking around about Transformers earlier because usually there's some action stupid movie that gets up for film editing, and I'm not saying that's not hard to film editing uh, an action movie, but this year there's not really anything like that. They're all pretty dramatic, and this movie was really well put together. The pacing of it was was awesome. And uh, I think it, uh, it's a possibility to pull that out. Pull it out. Just tattoo up for it, because tattoo. Yeah, tattoos up. Yep. Yeah. Um. So I just overall, I, w- I would check it out. It's a good movie. I think uh, everybody, the other critics, probably have it right. It's 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 very well worth worth seeing. And uh, yeah. And in terms, of, if you're an Alexander Payne fan, you're not going to see uh, anything different from his norm. I'd say he. Uh, I didn't see anything anything spectacular. But uh, yeah, that's that's my uh, movie review. So I guess this is our special week, our week where we do the quiz. And I don't know, we might have to get like a, do we have a full board? Like we need to start another board on the, the studio wall here for wins and losses. 
for uh, the Jeff Gregg fight, and maybe uh, for our special guest once in a while. We're I've, only do... got, I've only got it on the Gunga Pit. I don't have it. Oh, right. I right. have to print it out, I guess, to put it on the board. But it's there. GungaPit.com. Uh, yeah, I will fucking it... annihilate you. <laughs> I will fucking kill you. I'm happy you're uh, very, very excited for this, Jeff. And uh, James, I bet you're excited as well. Uh, I am. It's uh, it's kind of going in the way back machine today. We're going to go to a, an old... Tagline? No, no. Uh, it is an old <laughs> format, but not tagline. peanuts? <laughs> uh, I don't know what that was. All right. Um, today's quiz is the quote quiz. Um, I'm going to read you different quotes from a different actor's characters. So it'll be the actor that you're looking for. And each quote will be from a different one of his characters. Jesus. Okay. So I, I will list five of them well, one at a time slowly. And you guys have to tell me who the actor is who said and, all these quotes. And per usual, I'm guessing the first one's the hardest and they get easier as you give them away. That's the idea. Um, that I, is the last clue is a gimme kind of thing. Uh, a lot of the times. A lot of the times. Yep. Some of them, if they're kind of evenly dispersed, I'll just say you should have got it by then and not give you the B. <laughs> okay. May the force be with you. <laughs> just yeah. make us feel bad. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, and this quiz is very strange. I don't know where I want to start with this. Start with the Edward James Olmos quotes because I'm. Um, <laughs> I thought we discussed this. No Ejo. <laughs> I my brain started immediately thinking of one and I can't think of it. <laughs> can't even as throw it out there as a joke. All right. Um I guess let's start in the beginning. All right. First quote. Whoa, you sure do get some high arc in this low gravity. Uh Bill Murray? No. <laughs> It's like a Space Jam joke again. And again, these aren't are going to be the super famous ones for all those people who have never listened to this type of quiz before. But Steve Buscemi. But it might like take a you know some information from the movie that you know might help you from guess what it is. Yeah, like gra- like low gravity. Correct. Yeah, something like that. All right, next one. Hey, you know you're not supposed to be painting titties on the side of my airplanes, and if you do, don't make them lopsided. Hmm. I don't like that. I don't know. Okay, next one. No Spectre gunships, daylight instead of night, late afternoon when they're all fucked up on cot or cat. It's, um, only part of the city Adid can mount a serious counterattack on short notice. Huh, what's not to like? Hmm. Interesting. Okay, um. next one. Go ahead, go ahead. Next one. Remember the last time you got fucked? What I want you to do is close your eyes and remember the last time Mickey gave you the high hard one. You thinking about it? Good. Well, you can forget it because it's never going to happen again. Tom Sizemore. Yes, it is Tom Sizemore. Very good. So, yes. The, was the, the third one was from, um, what's it called? The Black, Black Hawk, Hawk Down. Down. Yeah, yeah. That's, where, that's what turned me out. I'm like, all right, what is it in Black Hawk Down? Who is it? Yep. So the first one, whoa, you sure do get some high arc and the low gravity is Red Planet. Yeah. Um, the second one about the painting of the airplanes is from everybody's favorite uh, Pearl Harbor. Um, and the Black Hawk Down was about the gunships and stuff. And then this last one with uh, the sex was the Natural Born Killers. Uh, that that actually would not have done it for me. What was, what was the last one from? What was the... Uh, the, the, last, Ryan, right? the last one was Captain. If your mother saw you do that, she'd be very upset. Uh, yeah, so Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Yep. Okay. 
Um, next person. Here's your coffee, sir. Booger free. <laughs> <laughs> We're idiots. <laughs> Just throw some beefs and butt head laughter in. Nice. All right. I will bite my thumb at them, which is a disgrace to them if they bear it. <laughs> Jeremy Irons? Leonardo no. DiCaprio. <laughs> no. Yeah, I like how him and I, Jeff and I are on the same page, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, next one. Well, if you're watching this tape, it means, as I feared, I did not survive these killings here at Windsor College, and that giving up my virginity to Karen Kolchak at the video store was probably not a good idea. What the hell? Uh, uh... <laughs> okay, How next long? One. Did you say Howie Long? Yeah. That's what I said. Put it on. Uh, ding, ding, ding. All right, next one. I cannot believe it. They get Tori Spelling to play Sid, and they cast Joe Blow Nobody to play me. At least you get J- David Schwimmer. Jason I get the Lee. guy. Who, I get the guy who drove the stagecoach for one episode of Doctor Quinn. It is not Jason Lee. Okay. Matt Damon. Nope. Ben Affleck. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Here's the next one. Or and the last one. There are certain rules that one must buy must abide by in order to successfully survive a horror movie. For instance, number one, you can never have sex. Big no-no. Big no-no. Sex equals death, okay? Number two, you can never drink or do drugs. The sin factor. Are you going back to a Matthew Lillard joke? It's an extension of number one. And number three, never, ever, ever under any circumstances say, I'll be right back because you won't be back. God damn it. Who does say that in that movie? Oh, Matthew Lard's in that movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're correct. Shit, who is that? Um, and it's not David Arquette. David Arquette? It's not David it Arquette. It's not David Arquette. It's, Arquette. The, it's that guy. <laughs> All right, oh. just to review, to give you a little time to think. Here's your coffee free, or sorry, here's your coffee, sir, booger free. I will bite my thumb at them, which is a disgrace to them if they bear it. Next one. Well, if you're watching this tape, it means, as I feared, I did not survive these killings here at Windsor College. And that giving up my virginity to Karen Kolchak at the video store was probably not a good idea. Next one. I cannot believe it. They get Tori Spelling to play Sid, and they cast Blow, sorry, Joe Blow Nobody to play me. At le- least you get David Schwimmer. I get the guy who drove the stagecoach for one episode of Dr. Quinn. And then the last one. There are certain rules that one must b- abide by in order to successfully survive a horror movie. For instance, number one, you can never have sex. Big no-no, big no-no. Oh. Sex equals death, okay? Number two, you can never drink or do drugs. The sin factor is a sin. It's an extension of number one. And number three, never, ever, ever, under any circumstances, say, I'll be right back because you won't be back. It's not, um... Oh, God, is it Skeet Ulrich? It is not. Is it, uh... Is it, uh... Oh, Seth Green? It is not. Damn it. Is that, right. is he in I that think movie? we're done. Yeah, who, <laughs> okay. who else is answer, in that movie? The correct answer is Jamie Kennedy. Oh, uh, Jamie Kennedy. He just looks like Seth. He is Matthew Lillard, just the other guy. All right. Oh, damn it! You're right. You're you're so close, so close. All right. Um. Uh, let's go with this. I one. Couldn't remember who played that douche. <laughs> you really think you can do all that bullshit you just said? Ooh, that's a giveaway. Shit. Okay, here's the next one. 
well, first, I was going to pop this guy hanging from the streetlight, and I realized, you know, he's just working out. I mean, how would you feel if somebody came around? Yes, it is Will Smith. That's a men, I got the men in nice black. job. You oh, did. Asshole. Well, what was the first one from? Yeah. You really think that you can do all that bullshit you just said? Is from Independence Day. Was it Independence Day? Yeah. Because yeah. uh, I think it's right after when Goldblum says he can place the virus. Oh, yeah. He says he can fly the ship, no problem. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I totally remember that. It's like, are you sure you can fly this? I don't know. You really think you can do all that bullshit you just said? Yes. Yeah. Birthday present, Independence Day poster, Jeff. <laughs> Put it on the list. <laughs> All right. I'd prefer not to be any part of that. <laughs> All right. Next one. When was the last time you closed something, huh? You couldn't close a fucking window, you moron. Uh, Alec Baldwin? No. Ed Harris? No. <laughs> uh... <laughs> okay. Next quote. Kevin Spacey? No. <laughs> hey, you want to see the new tweeter end zone dance? Ben Affleck. No. Okay. Next one. I'm going to get out of the car and drop you like third period French. Giovanni Rubisi. No. Damn it. <laughs> I'm just going to keep going through all the. Okay. Next one. Yo. So check out my new move. I call it the stranger. What I do is I sit on my hand for like 15, 20 minutes it's... until it goes numb. No feeling at all. And then I rub one out. I'm sorry, did you have a guess in there? Uh, no, I said shit. So I guess. Okay. <laughs> and the last quote is, who died and made you Danny? Who died and made you Danny? Yep. Okay, to review. <clears throat> when was the last time you closed something, huh? You couldn't close a fucking window, you moron. Next. Hey, you want to see the new tweeter end zone dance? Next one. I'm going to get out of the car and drop you like third period French. Next one. Yo, so check out my new move. I call it the stranger. What I do is I sit on my hand for like 15, 20 minutes until it goes numb. No feeling at all. And then I, I rub one out. And then the last one. Who died and made you Danny? Died and made you Danny. The stranger one. That's, um, oh, is it Nikki Cat? It is not. Nothing? Jesus. All right. The correct answer is Scott Kahn. Oh Jimmy Kahn's God. Kid. Jesus. Killing me. So, so the first one about closing is from the Boiler Room. I, of course it was. <laughs> right. Uh, the next one about the tweeter Enzo dance is from Varsity Blues. Yeah. Uh, God I'm gonna, damn it. I'm going to get out of the car and drop you like third for your period French is Ocean's Eleven. I think it's the scene where they're racing the big monster truck versus the little. It wasn't gone in 60 seconds. Are you sure? No, the next one's gone in 60 oh, seconds. Okay. The one about the stranger. That's, that's his deal on the stranger. I mean, gone in 60 seconds. And then Who Died and Made You Danny, which was a Danny Ocean reference. Ocean's 12. That's no no fair. No Ocean's so, 11. For the Ocean's record right now. Quotes. Scott Kahn doesn't have a whole lot of his resume. Yeah. Okay? I gotta take him when I get him. Unanswered is winning this game. Correct. Two to one to one. Shit. Okay. Alright, next one. They strike, wrap around you, hold you tighter than your true love, and you get the privilege of hearing your bones break before the power of embrace causes your veins to explode. John Voigt. Yes. Wow. Yeah. An anaconda. anaconda. <laughs> wow. Very good. If All I right. could, if I were not sitting down, I would bow. But 
Wow. I didn't think anyone would get the anaconda. Serves me right for putting it in front, I guess. All right. Um, <laughs> we should start. As a joke, start the next one with your second quote and see if we can. <laughs> uh... Damn it, Derek. I'm a coal miner, not a professional film or television right, actor. Right. That was from Zoolander. Okay. Hey. Yeah, that right. worked. I have no idea. Oh, gotcha. Just uh, tell me I made a mistake. That's fine. All right. Um, so, new person. Let's go with this one. I'm a cartoonist. I drew all this. I have visions. I translate this. Jason Lee. No. Where was God? He could have stopped it. Instead, he fucked you and made you feel guilty. Me, I don't do guilt. Don't know. Okay, next one. There's no fucking Coke. Oh. Oh, oh it's um Oh Okay. Next one. <laughs> You're a fickle boy, Mink. The Dane finds you finds you got another amigo. Well, What's I don't think it's understanding name? type. Um it's uh it's Gabriel Burns. Gabriel, yeah. Gabriel Burns. God Burn. damn it. There's no fucking coke. Yep. Alright, so I'm a cartoonist is from Cool World. I was going to say, I had no idea what that movie is. The uh, God and Guilt thing is from End of Days when he played yeah. the devil. No fucking coke, usual suspects, and the fickle boy mink one is Miller's Crossing. Did you? What was the, what was the final one? Uh, it was a stigmata quote. Brother Alamida and hmm. possession and all that stuff. Okay. I, I, I was picturing him after the fucking coke. <laughs> yeah, the no fucking coke's the giveaway, thing. but I yeah. guess that first one, the last ones always seem to give away the character and movie much more than the... Yeah, I, I see what's going on here. All right, next one, next person. Yo, I got to have sex tonight. I mean, peep this. They say here 92% of the honeys at UCLA are sexually active. 92. Seth Green. Wow, nice. Damn it. <laughs> and do you know what movie that's from? Um, the one with um, fucking what's her name and... The guy. No, I, I can't learn hardly wait. Is that the name can't of it? Can't hardly wait, yes. Yes. Right. Congratulations. You can go sit on the women's bench now. So Congratulations side... on picking your fucking ass. <laughs> what a side note here. I was looking up quotes for Seth Green and I didn't re- realize that he played the younger brother from Can't Buy Me Love. You took him from geek status to king status. Yeah, to you didn't, I knew that. I, knew that yeah, I didn't realize that was the same nerdy kid. I didn't realize that was Seth Green. So I learned something while doing the research. All right. So you're going to use that as one of his quotes or no? The the geek status, the king status was yeah. the next one. Yeah. All right. Next person. Do you remember when everyone was shouting my name and I used my strength to rip my blouse? Used my strength to rip my blouse? Correct. That's an awesome quote. It's got to be from like Magnolia or something like that. Like. <laughs> <laughs> all right next one you've just destroyed the only thing i ever loved all right there it is what do you love jack black yes nice jack black so the first one about ripping his blouse is nacho libre okay uh, and then yeah. the, you've destroyed the only thing i ever loved is anchorman oh yeah i don't remember that quote at all that's it's from the, he meets him he, on the like the bridge he or whatever. his dog off his yeah. bridge <clears throat> all right Dude, what's scoreboard? Um, Four to two to two. Correct. All right. Oh, boy. I have three more. Enough for me to claim victory. 
for the Gungans. All right. <laughs> for the Gungans. Here we go. Um, now, now, Apostle, you maintain that kind of attitude, and you and the barkeep won't be the only corpses in the room. The Christ bitch will join you. Jason Lee. Yes. Jesus. <laughs> I've been <laughs> all day, and I can't get the answer right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right now, Greg, but I'm doing the double guns. <laughs> <laughs> that was from Dogma for all those people uh, following along. All right, two more. Son of a bitch. For fun. None, none, of, put, fun. none of it. If you, <laughs> if you put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential to be the best that you can be, I don't care what the scoreboard says at the end of the game. In my book, we're going to be winners. Kurt Russell. No. That was on a hell of a streak there. You were, you were. <laughs> Gene Hackman. Yes, it is Gene Hackman from Hoosiers. 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 Okay. Doesn't seem like it'd be something Gene Hackman would say. Yeah, it kind of does. All right, so last one. I already gave them my word, sir. I told them I'd bring them all home to their mothers, which means I already lied to half of them. Can't lie to the rest. Tom Hanks? We were just talking about this guy too, weren't we? Shit, what is this guy's name? Um, I don't know what you're talking about, so All right. maybe not. <laughs> Ted Danson. Okay, next one. Ted Danson. Has anyone seen one? A monster? A demon? A beast? Yeah. <laughs> so the guy says, yeah, not the other people that he's asking. <laughs> According to the court, I got a IMDb. Because... <laughs> The guy says, I don't know yes. this. The guy says, I don't know this movie, so I'm just going. Rowdy up. Rowdy Piper. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next quote. I call that bold talk for a one-eyed fat man. George Clooney. Nope. One-eyed John Turturro. Yeah. No. Hmm. All right. So Who's next it? one. Well, what about Mrs. Moore's? Was it like the mouse? Was it a, you know, a miracle? Oh, it's David Morse. Nope. As much as I would have loved to put him in a quiz. Mm, Sam Rockwell's not the answer. Oh. All right. Ready for the last one? Good. Well, it seems to me, sir, that God gave me a special gift. Made me a fine instrument of warfare. Oh, my God. No one knows that guy's name. Shit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that guy. It's no, um, no one knows his name. I don't know his name. I don't know his name. His name is Barry Pepper. If I name an, oh, I was gonna say, if I name enough movies, is then does that count? Like, <laughs> if you can identify all the movies, I'll give it. To you. <laughs> I, I actually, did, I actually did know that guy's name. I thought it was the other guy. I, I forgot that Barry Pepper was in, uh, um, the goddamn um, Green Mile movie. I, yeah. I, yeah. That's- that's what I was thinking of the Green Mile movie, and then I'm like, okay, so he's the other. Uh, you thought he might have been one of the cellmates instead of one of the other. I thought it, no, I thought he was the old, the old uh, warden, the um, the oh, older Cromwell? guy, not, or, not the warden, um, oh. but the old like uh, the old prison guard. Not yeah. David Morse. Wasn't there another? Whatever. I, think, was, I think, think David Morse is the only. Uh... I think the warden is the guy you're thinking of. The guy that he goes. No, 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 no. I know not James Cromwell. Yeah. All right. I'm looking this up. I'm going to give you guys his name. (laughs) Okay. Well, in the meantime, let me tell the audience which quotes were from what. Uh, The I already gave them my word, sir. I'll bring them home is from Flags of Our Fathers. 
Um, the one that I was hoping would slip by Jeff was, has anyone seen one? A monster, a demon, a beast? Yeah, it's from Battlefield Earth, apparently. Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> uh, I call that bold talk for a one-eyed fat man. It was from True Grit. Um, and then the mouse one you guys deciphered was from Green Mile. And then the instrument of warfare was Saving Prior Ryan. Mind Which makes Jeff the winner. Yeah. Son of a bitch. I feel bad. And uh, like my old school quizzes, this one does have a theme. Yes. I'll I'll read the answers real quick so you guys can think about it. Um, We have Tom Sizemore, Jamie Kennedy, um, Seth Green. Jamie Kennedy's got to be the linchpin to whatever's going on. Gabriel Byrne, Jason Lee, Barry Pepper, John Voight, Gene Hackman, Will Smith. And considering some of my older uh, themes, this one's actually kind of simplistic in nature. Hmm. That is my clue. Hmm. Interesting. So yeah, we'll bring up the at least the answers. We'll, we're gonna have to hide them, like we uh, we're gonna have to hide them in the little uh, spoiler text. But bring up the answers. We'll bring them up on the board, and then see if anybody can think of the theme on Gungapit.com. It's always a tough one. Maybe I'll uh, maybe this I'll spam it too. Bad. too. It's uh, seeing him in list form would help. I'm just trying to picture him as you were naming him, and just like, holy shit, they seem so different. But yeah, um, eh. well, so it's funny because you kept answering people that were in upcoming questions. <laughs> You're right, like, right. Oh, Jason Lee, uh, Seth Green. I'm like, oh man, I have to avoid these for a couple turns. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go to this one. <laughs> I'll skip this guy because he's next. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. You're you're on to me somehow, but I don't know how. Interesting. Yeah, it's all uh, it's all subconscious. I guess. Jeff, did you find the guy you're talking about? Yeah, I think who I'm talking about is Jeffrey Demon. I don't know who that is. Yeah. Talking about the guy that's got like the hollow eyes, kind of a little bit. Little little bit of a uh, pointy chin. Yeah, I think I know you're talking about. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. What else is that fucker in? What else is that guy in? Name it now. Now that you call him a fucker, guy. Um, let's see. I don't know. Walking Dead recently. Um, oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, he's the bearded guy in Walking Dead. He's the... I don't know, oh, he's... Or whatever his name is. I don't remember, remember what his name the is. The old man. Who's yeah, he's the old man. Kind of fatherly to the one woman. Right. So you see my hollow eyes comment? He's got kind of... Yeah. Like, uh, I don't remember him in the movie, but yeah. Hmm. Cool. So... That's it for our uh, our super cool quiz. Thank you, James. Always a pleasure. Jeff, it was very cool. Jeff, you're an asshole. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. And speaking of Jeff being an asshole, uh, last week we have uh, we had our Parker Posey play along as we will this week. And the question last week was from Jeff, and it was, uh, "What current event would you like to see made into a movie?" And uh, other than mine being uh, spectacular, Jeff, did you want to mention anything special? Um, I thought that there were some really good ones. Uh, KPWs was uh, was good. Josh was was good. Um, I'm, I'm looking them up right now because I don't remember what they were, but I Josh remember Rose liking was them. Joppa. Yeah, that, right, well, right. In terms of current events, that's pretty damn current, and you know, like more and more facts are going to keep coming out from that story. And now that Joppa yeah. has passed away, who knows what's going to happen? That's going to be a right. tough one to watch. Yeah. But um, yeah, be a what sad else? Story. I do like. I don't know if it'd just be a comedy of sorts or what, but the uh, KBW Karen in front of the show. Uh, oh, the Tebow, right? Yeah, brings up Tebow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just the. 
how the media has built him up so much and just him trying to... I don't know why, but I'm picturing Nathan Fillion. Yeah, Nathan Fillion. <laughs> yeah. I, I can see that. I'm sure they she wouldn't mind. The same stupid face. Yeah. But, uh, uh, cool, cool. Um, so, that being last week's question, uh, James, you have the question this week. And, uh, uh, yes, I do. And it actually comes from our mailbag. No shit. Yeah, yeah. So I, used, read, I thought I burned all that stuff. No, I, I saved this one, so okay. I'll, I'll read it to you real quick. Is the question anthrax? <laughs> I I don't see any words, just white powder pouring out. <laughs> that one's for me. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sir. All right, so here's the letter. Uh, Dear Movie Hour, I am in charge of the PTA here at our local elementary school. We've decided to pay the licensing fee to have a movie night at the school. The idea is to have the parents bring their kids to the event and we will collect donations to cover the cost. Keeping in mind that the school houses grades kindergarten through fifth, what movie should we show? Thanks in advance, Baffled in Boulder. <laughs> baffled in Boulder. I hate these bullshit questions about kids. <laughs> so, thought about this one. Um, what were the grades again? Because that's important. Kindergarten through fifth. Okay. Kindergarten through fifth. Hey, congratulations so, to whoever Baffled in Boulder might be on being, um, being uh, involved in the PTA. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that is cool. Um, so thinking about this, got to make sure I have a movie that doesn't have swearing, which is hard to filter through since it means nothing to me and it doesn't register very well. Um, I think I'm going to go with The Princess Bride for her suggestion. Um, I think it's adult enough to entertain the older kids who, what, fifth grade is what? age nine and 10 or something. I'm not going to pretend to know. Yeah. I think it's, I'll, I'll go with that. So, yeah, um, that's right. So, so I think it's adult enough to entertain, you know, the older kids. Um, it's also presented as a fairy tale and it's got a princess in it, you know, so it might, you know, still entertain the younger kids. And I think it's a, you know, a fave of the parents, you know, so they're going to want to bring their kids to this event and give them, you know, donations to, you know, help them cover the costs. So. They're just going to drop the kids off and go get a, Go get a burger. Like they don't, they're going <laughs> to tie one right. off. <laughs> they don't. They're going to drop them they're off. And play at like daycare. Just right. here you go. Sweet. You want my kids for two hours? Awesome. Take them. <laughs> so, but I'm I'm going with the logic that they will be attending as well. So that's that's what I'm going with. I'm going with the uh, Princess Bride. That's a big mistake. It's a big mistake. Rated PG. So it's a you know parental guidance. You know they've got to stay there, right? Hmm. Let's see. That's tough. Um, well, obviously, the point of doing this movie night is to bring the people in, maybe make a little coin for the 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 school at the same time, and keeping with that in mind, I think your choices would have to be something that would easily establish a second movie night yeah, at your yeah, uh, at yeah. your school. So I'm thinking trilogies here, or maybe thinking oh, you know some kind of a interesting situation where more like more and more people would like it and with that in mind i think i might do maybe a shrek shrek's very popular there's like a billion of them um and it does like the pixar movies um dreamworks they did a pretty good job of picking material that's funny to adults good with kids and up to 10 year 10 year olds not a problem i think uh the fairy tale aspect uh tends to be very very humorous, especially to people that know all of them, a.k.a. the parents, um, when they're making jokes about Pinocchio and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, I think Shrek would be an excellent choice. And if it were – that would be my answer for sure. If In terms of, like, getting – you know, spending money on actually getting rights to, to play a movie somewhere, I, I'm sure you probably don't have to worry about that. But 
if you were worried about paying Bitcoin for something like DreamWorks, you could definitely do. Uh, there's got to be some low scale uh, animation movie or something. You could catch it. Nothing comes to mind though. Something awesome like The Room. You could catch that. I'm sure nobody would care if you saw that. But yeah, Shrek's my answer, and I think you would make some serious coin and then come back for a Shrek two showing. So always a pleasure. Go on the sequel route. Yeah. Good work. Good work. Jeff, what you got? Apocalypse now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, if they can't read the book. Yeah. It's hard, it's hard to yeah. Um, you know, I, I went a very similar direction uh, to Greg. I, w- I was thinking like Toy Story or something like that. That's yeah. That's, that's agreeable for all ages. Um, yeah, it's uh, Princess Bride's such a good answer too. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah I'm just gonna go I total hack so much. You could pick something from his uh, repertoire, but. <laughs> yeah, I watched like the first 20 minutes of um. Howl's Moving Castle, and it kind of was crappy, so I stopped. <laughs> um. I I'm sorry. I I I got uh I got Toy Story right now. I'll I'll keep thinking as as we close out and see if maybe I can. Have a miracle. There's nothing wrong with Toy Story answer. Yeah, third one obviously is just scary as all hell when they're about to die, but that's cool. And uh, yeah, well, I haven't seen. I should. I should admit, I have not seen uh, the. I believe there's a fourth track movie. I haven't seen that movie. Um, and then you've got you have the side characters, Puss in Boots. You can go see that. That's right. You just keep the street yeah. on. Yeah, the money machine keeps turning for Baffled and Boulder. You'll have no problem uh, keeping keeping everybody involved, but. Uh, a very cool question, and um, and as usual, as uh, we mentioned with the mailbag, if you guys have any thoughts or any ideas for Parker Posey, we'll obviously listen to them. Doesn't mean we'll we'll bring them up on the show, but if they are uh, if they're good ones, we'll mention them. And uh, yeah, the question, James, one more time, we can find on uh, the Facebook page, Feeler for the Movie Hour, and also uh, at uh, thegunkbit.com, the best uh, site in the world that internet has given birth to. Sure. Um, yeah. If what movie would you uh, show to kindergartens through fifth grade in order to uh, help uh, raise money for the school? Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Boom. Done. There you go. Ooh. All right. Ooh. I was gonna help you with that one. I'm like, he should pick Wonka, but I'm like, no, he'll get there. He'll get there. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Thank you. No, for I'm serious. Faith, I was thinking about. It. I'm like, he's not That's... gonna. I just felt like if I said it to him, he'd be like, oh, that was a good one. But now that you said it, I can't use it type of thing. It's so like I watching your four-year-old struggle in the shallow end right. swimming. Like, it's all right. <laughs> walk to daddy. Walk to daddy. Thanks for tossing me in the pool and letting me yep. swim back. I appreciate <laughs> it. It was there. Awesome. I was going right. to give you a hint about the walk of Vader, but no, it didn't. Anyway. <laughs> So yeah, what movie would you show to kindergarten through fifth grade? It goes upways and downways and sideways. And... Awesome. Uh, a great question. James, Jeff, a great uh, podcast. Thank you guys so much for uh, your time and your input. Yeah, thanks for stopping by, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Drive safe, people. You can still uh, catch the sentence in theaters, everybody. Don't uh, all rush out at once to go go catch it. But it's a great movie. Check it out. Uh, the Robert Davi Die Hard Movie Hour. Catch you next time. Thanks for listening.